it had not been for you Jesus I wouldn't be here tonight this is not perfunctionary praise but Lord from the depths of my spirits oh Jesus I love you I love you I love you I love you I'm not just standing in a building I'm in the presence of the king of all kings how I love you Jesus how I love you Jesus amen it is a a beautiful thing to feel the presence of God that we feel and if you serve God long enough you learn the privilege of the close moments and the testing of the not so close and so I counted a joy when I walk into his presence and he's as close as the mentioning of his name and when you walk into a house of God such as this and by the way this new building is incredible I'm so excited I I think I will forever be, thank you, brother, a, I guess he thinks I'm going to preach long. He got me two waters. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Don't tempt me. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I'll tell you, like Liz Taylor told her third husband, I'll try not to hold you long. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Isn't it fun being in the house of God, living for God? It really, really is. Thank you, Pastor Prado. And to our esteemed and, and very renowned First Lady, Sister Prado, we love them. I echo what he said. And the older that I get, and I'm not old. My boys say I'm old, but I'm, I'm not very old. But close friends and ones that you can confide in, up next to the Holy Ghost and his word, is the greatest things you could ever have. And so um, that, is, that is the caliber of pastor and First Lady that you have. And I'm thankful for my wife that God gifted her with Sister Prado. And I prayed for many years, and God answered my wife and I's prayer by linking our paths. And this incredible church do give great honor um, to Sister Prado's parents. So there's mom. I'm just call her mom. Mom and dad. And love them. And, and of course, incredible Filipino people. In fact, let's pray in Masbati there is over a thousand that are dead 700 are missing and we sent a team four days ago and my father will be flying out this next week and uh, this is an island in uh, kind of close to the, the central part of the Philippines let's pray for our brothers and sisters I got a from one of the young people that was at Peak PI they took the banners that we used on our back wall and now that is the roof of their lean-to church and they sent me a picture of how proud they were that God had given them a banner for a roof. I must confess, I sat and wept and thought about how blessed we are tonight. And so I'm just so thankful. Great honor to Pastor Keyflay. And uh, man, we almost got like, we don't believe in the Trinity, but one, two, three great men of God right here. Love these men of God, all of them, and their great wives and growing families. Praise God. It's one way to have revival. Mark chapter 6. Indeed an honor to be here tonight. And um, I felt constrained. I'm going to use that word multiple times tonight. Um, and in so much that I told Pastor, um, there is something in my spirit for this church. And so tonight, if, if you'll allow me, and I, I, I take no advantage and I presume nothing, but I really feel like I have something from the Lord for the Bay Area. Is that okay? 
And the reason why I'm going to say the Bay Area is not for the benefit of these other great ministering men of God, but I've told your pastor for years what I believe God has called him to this neck of the woods for. So if you'll, if you'll allow me, I'm just going to preach what I feel and follow after the Holy Ghost. Mark chapter 6, let's begin in verse 30. And all the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. I want you to notice that. Could you imagine coming to Jesus to tell him what you have done and what you have taught? We're already catching the narrative of our text is that these men have lost contact. And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart. Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. Boy, that contradicts itself. It's like telling your wife you're going to the Sahara for a nice vacation. Come rest in a desert place for there are many coming and going. They had no leisure so much as to eat. And they departed into a desert place by ship privately and the people saw them departing notice this and many knew him not the disciples but many knew Jesus and ran afoot thither out of the cities and outwent them and came together unto him unto Jesus another message for another time but somewhere your faith has to outrun the provisions the people saw him and they outwent they outran well, I hope tonight we can beat Jesus to our miracle. I hope I can beat Jesus to the revival for the Holy Ghost already here tonight. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, was moved with compassion toward them because they were as sheep. And again, notice the narrative of our, our text. As sheep not having a shepherd. There's disciples everywhere. The Bible said all the disciples. Sheep not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The day was now far spent. His disciples came unto him and said, This is a desert place, and now the time is far past. Not how was church. Hey, God, it's getting late, and we're out of money. Time is far past, and there's no, nothing to eat. Send them away that they may go in the country round about and, and into the villages. Hey, God, tell the church they, they need to leave your side. Buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. He answered, said unto them, Give ye them to eat and they say unto him shall we go and buy 200 penny worth of bread and give them to eat now I'm not a bible scholar like your pastor but if I read it correctly didn't Jesus send them without their wallets and clothes and now as soon as he questions them they get their wallets out they must have picked them up somewhere and they, they're going to see how much they can afford we got 200 penny worth of bread, give them to eat. He saith unto them, how many loaves? Not how much money? Notice, notice the different pages that the disciples and Jesus are on. How many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew, they say five and two fishes. Verse 46, and when he had sent, Matthew writes a little bit different. Matthew said he constrained them. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. Matthew said he constrained them to get on a ship. Constrained is a hostile word. And when the even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone in the land. And he saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them walking upon the sea. 
notice again, and would have passed by them. The writers said they would have never noticed him. They were disconnected. Verse 52, for they had considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their hearts was hardened. And when they had passed over, they came to the land of the Genesaret and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straightway or immediately they knew him. They knew him. All the people knew him, but the disciples didn't know him. I want to preach tonight on this thought, lost in the land. Being lost in the land. Lord, your word's anointed. I feel your quickened touch. I feel the nearness of the master in this house. Lord, I give you complete and total glory and praise. Lord, I feel destiny that's resonating right now. Oh, somebody needs to pray. Oh, I feel the revival of the Bay Area in my spirit tonight. I feel the word of God beating in my spirit. Hallelujah, devil, you're defeated. Every spirit of this region, you better hear the word of God tonight. God is dispatching. Men of God and women of God, moms and dads and young people, this is our land. This is our region and our revival. Come on, men of God, I need you to help me pray. God's doing it right now. Things are breaking in the spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, church. I feel the Holy Ghost. Take us somewhere we've never been tonight for you. Oh, come on. I feel it. Mm. In Jesus' name we pray. The church said in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I may believe there's power in the name of Jesus. I put that in the nombre de Jesus. Todo poder. Todo poder in the nombre de Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you. you. may be seated. Jesus made them get on the ship. Matthew says he constrained them. Mark says that he sent them. Matthew was angry and Mark was done. The Greek word here is ankazo, which is a a very strong term in its language. It means to necessitate, meaning there's no other options. It means to compel or to drive by brute animal force. It means to use threatenings of violence. You get the point here today. Jesus literally whipped them onto the boat. You would have to find the context of, of our text and realize that Jesus was at his wit's end. Before you think I'm going to beat you up tonight, stay with me. That's, that's not what I feel in my spirit. But Jesus was so intent, if you will, for once in his life, he was myoptic and in his effort to get a hold of his disciples by necessity. Without recourse, he entered into the cause and effect of getting his disciples 
into a different dimension and in, into that dimension that could only facilitate and nurture the revival that he had promised. But the Bible says the boat was now in the midst of the sea. It was contrary. Why, why did God send them into the storm? The storm is indicative of opposition. It was hostile. It was, it was the ad adversary. It was the antagonistic opposition of force, of nature. Can we wrap it into one subject matter and call it life? Amen. Everything was against them. Can I get a witness in this house tonight? They, they, their, their job, their life, their livelihood, their existence was threatened. Amen. Their ministry was in shambles. But, amen, now we find them in their little escape pod called the church. They went and got back in the boat that God had called them out of. Isn't it amazing how quick we resort to things that God has called us out of? Amen. And from this place of safety and comfort, we question the nature of God's miraculous ability. And so to obey Jesus... And if you live for God, it means to sail directly into that which is adverse. It means to greet the hostile opposition with a smile and with a word from God and with your foot on the rock. It means to look the devil in the face and say, I can do all things through Christ. I got to stop and tell somebody living for God. It's not about the hammocks of revival. It's not about the hilltops of cosmic faith. But it's about the warring attrition of men and women of God that say, if he is before us and he still is, then who can stand against us? I'm preaching about being lost in the land tonight. I feel in the Holy Ghost that God has strategically positioned not just East Bay Bible Fellowship, but if these men of God would allow me humbly to preach what I feel. And I didn't even know they would be here tonight, but I'm thankful for the men of God in my life. Amen. Next to the Lord, they're the greatest gift that we could ever have. Amen. But God is calling the men of God in this region and the churches connected to them out of the comfort zones called the land of blessing. He's calling us out of safe sacrifice. He's calling us out of safe revival. He's calling us out of safe church. Oh, I feel my help tonight. He's moving us into a new territory, and it's the territory of the storm. It's the territory of the adversary. But can I tell you, he didn't birth us in the fire for us to rot in the lamb. We were born in the storm. We were called to the storm but amen but we know the peace speaker I gotta tell somebody you were not made for peace time but you were shaping for war you were not born for comfort but God hath molded you to walk amen where angels even fear to walk talking about being lost in the land 
Isn't it amazing how comfortable we get so quick? Isn't it? I just had a, 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 uh, a, another pastor tell me, and I, I want to be careful here today, and, and I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be looking for this and that, and, 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 and don't be buying that for the church. And man, the insurance is high, and, and the tires are going to wear out, and I quickly excuse myself from the conversation. And I want to preach to East Bay sitting in this new, amen, auditorium, and, and the rent's a little bit more. Actually, it's a whole lot more. I want to tell you today that God is not in the pastures of peacetime revival. Revival, but the God that we are searching for is already walking in the. Oh, I'm telling. I feel like running to the storm and say, "I'm tired of being lost in the land of plenty. Take me to a place that's undulating. Take me to the place where there's no stability, because the water walker, he's not living in the land that's that's that's, that's contaminating the apostolic. Can I preach to somebody? It's time to tell the storm who your God is. Don't pray to God about the storm, but tell the storm, I know who he is and he's already here. To obey him means to sail directly into the place you've never wanted to pray. I want to caution us about natural temptations that come against the church. I've had people tell me I was crazy for years, and they probably are, are very true, but I've embraced it. Amen. People, I, I, I have ADD too. I've embraced it. What, what am I telling? I'm not being caustic or mean here today, but I'm tired of excuses that are keeping me from the confrontation of my miracle and my revival. They said I was crazy to go to northern Nevada, and then they wanted to come preach in that pulpit. They said, I, you, I'm going to just preach how I want to preach here tonight. You can call me crazy. Amen. But he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches you can call me whatever you want but he called me son he called me heir he oh my god have mercy he called me the ecclesia he called me the church and i'm ready for revival but the disciples were so they were so blessed in the land that they become blind Houses and lands and, and stability. The, the stability of the blessings of the land had caused them to miss who Jesus was. They were lost in his presence. Don't make me preach about the blank stares of apostolic Pentecost. You go to meetings and gatherings and, 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 and fourth generation, fifth generation people don't know how to pray. And, and, and people are sitting on the outskirts talking about what used to be. Elder and I were talking about old PSR days on the way to church and we agreed that that unity and revival is going to come from Northern California to Southern California. I've come to preach to the Bay Area. We're not getting lost in the land. I've come to let every battle and war that's went on in this neck of the woods know this. We're going back to the storm. We're departing the harbors. We're leaving the docks of religion. We're leaving the stability of modern day Christianity. And we are breaching the storm. We are pushing off into a dimension that Christianity 
Christianity doesn't like to talk about. But in the midst of the storm, Pastor Prado, we're going to find the God that we preach. Tragic thing, you may be seated to lose sight of Jesus. Just ask Saul. How do you go from being head and shoulders and anointed to talking to witches in an attempt to hear a, vo- a word? It's a tragic thing to lose sight of the kingdom because the land has stability and predictability and reliability. Well, at, least, at least I know where everything's at. I just went on a, uh, my wife and I's 20th anniversary and, and we went on a, a cruise and, and I talked to somebody because after three days, I was about to lose my mind. And this guy told me, he said, I go on cruises because I don't have to think. My wife quickly removed me from that conversation because she knew what was coming. I'm tired of trying to have revival with people that don't know the devil from the God that they call their Savior. I'm preaching today. I'm, they're lost in the land. They know how to wear their suit. And they know how to curl their hair. But they lost track of the mighty God whose name is Jesus Christ. I want to preach to me. I don't want to get lost in custom suits and custom Bibles and nice cars and airplanes. Come on, somebody. Take me back. Amen. To where I have to get on my knees and I got to wrestle all night but I find oh my God come on somebody I'm thankful for blessings but I refuse to be lost in the land of Pentecost to be lost in the land of professional Christianity I want to be a first generation convert again I want to pray like how you come on somebody you remember how you used to pray you remember how you used to East Bay Bible Fellowship don't get lost in the land The disciples settled themselves into the comfortable structure called the church or the boat. The ship was designed to withstand the storm. In fact, ships have an uncanny uh, handshake with, with the very thing that sinks them all the time. Water. They say that it's, ships don't sink because of the storm It's just when the storm gets in the ship that they sink. Somebody hear that tonight. The ship was designed to traverse ships that do business in deep waters. Ships have to have water. The church has to have a threat level. Oh, I'm going to preach tonight. The church was called to minister over that which threatened to drown it. Otherwise, it loses uh, its very, very tentative touch uh, and handshake with the master that's controlling the elements. For we walk by faith and not by sight. There's a calamity that's come into the apostolic ranks uh, where we have grown comfortable uh, in having revival as long as we can see. I'm ready to close my eyes and see a dimension that the carnal eye cannot see. I'm preaching 
listen to me tonight. I'm tired of being lost in the land. I'm tired of going to conference and shouting around the mulberry bush. I'm ready to blow my city up. Come on, somebody. It's time to walk into the house of God and say, take it all, but give me red hot revival that changes me. Not only were they in a safe place, they had their friends. You know, being lost isn't that bad when you have good company. Don't go to hell in church. I didn't even preach about hell tonight. That was, that was for free. Amen. Don't get lost in the house. I'm good. I'm at church. Oh, hear me, somebody. Many people who could encourage them and give them a hand and keep them on the straight and narrow. Amen. And, and together, this, this is what people do that are lost to the land. They look out of the ship into the storm that they've never walked in and have no plans of walking in. Amen. And they, they comment on the storm. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it. I'm just floating another day. <laughs> Bob, if you're here tonight, I'm preaching to you. <laughs> God bless Brother Bob. He's just doing his thing for Jesus. But the Bible doesn't record that they ever commented on a worry about the storm. It's sad to say that we're more comfortable in what we've been called out of than what we've been called into. I'm going to say that again for the tape ministry. It's, it's sad to say that they were more comfortable in the ship and the elements that God took them out of than they were in the dimension of faith he was trying to call them into. Oh, I feel like preaching on a Wednesday night. God, get every bit out of me that's wrecking apostolic revival. Shake me up, rattle me loose, and throw me back into the storm. Come on, somebody. Preacher, you got it. I'm going to go ahead and preach tonight. I'm in the midst of a season. I'm not in my five-bedroom house. I'm living with five people in a one-bedroom apartment. And as pastor says, I can't afford to spend the night but can I tell you I'm in the storm again I see the winds and the waves again but can I tell Jesus isn't on the land he's in the storm don't pray to get out of it pray to get inserted into it don't tell God to pull you out say God put me back in they be seated they they were so used to seeing the storm from the safety of the church they say it like this. It's so bad out there, kids. Anybody heard that one? Big bad wolf, he going he to bite you, homie. <laughs> Nora just, she perked up for the first time. Uncle Joe doing good, baby? Okay. She didn't say nothing. That's okay. Praise God. It's bad out there. You, you better not preach like that because it's, it's, it's scary out there. You, you probably shouldn't think about a building and, and revival because it's expensive in the Bay Area. It's been expensive my whole life. Hello, somebody. It didn't get expensive in the last six months. It's been expensive. But, but let me tell you that God is not governed by the stability of the land. He is perpetuated by the ability of the storm. For the spirit bloweth 
where it listeth. I got to tell somebody, God ain't no landlubber, but he's the God of the elements. He's the God of the pneuma. He's the breath of Genesis and the blast of Acts 2. I got to tell somebody here today, take me into the deep waters that I can hold hands with a miracle man. Pastor, let's, we're safe here in our boat. And yeah, we're comfortable. And, and I remember them telling me this. I, I remember, uh, pardon the personal reference, I remember when we broke 100 for the first time, they're like, you should retire because according to church dumb, D-U-M-B, I had made it because most churches are like, uh, I think the average was 42 or something at that time. And so people would say, you, you ought to buy your rocking chair. You've made it. Huh. Come on, somebody. And something began to crawl inside of me that was half me and half the Lord. That said, there ain't no way I'm going to let somebody make me tie my ship up and become some other religious, I'm apostolic from the top of my head to the, that's not a cliche preacher, I'm telling somebody, I was made to see the miraculous you were made to speak to mountains I'm trying to preach to some, you ain't a chump, you're a child of God you're not a has-been you're not a washup. I'm preaching to you now, you are the apostolic of God's well I messed up but God didn't mess up and God put you in the storm so he could show up where you messed up I gotta preach this you ought to count it all joy and say you know what I feel like running through my troop tonight I feel like leaping over the wall I'm not gonna die in the land gotta hurry tonight they were shocked to see him outside the boat. You know why? This is the first time. He was always in the boat. Well, we're just going to have, I, I'm, not being, I'm not being facetious or, or making light. We're going to have prayer meeting and pray for our city going to hell. But we're going to feel good about ourselves in the boat. But we're dying in the land. Are you with me? It's a ghost. <laughs> They didn't even say he was Casper. They didn't even say he was friendly. He was hostile. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how apostolics always see the wrong thing? I ain't picking on apostolics. I'm the same way. Oh, it's the devil. He popped my tire, Pastor. No, 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 no. You, I can see air through your tires. Come on, somebody. How can we give the devil so much ready prayer? It's because we're lost in the land. The devil's up on my marriage. He's trying to get my kids. He's messing with my mind. No, no, no. You're messing with your mind because you're letting the storm get between your ears. You were called as the body to flow. The storm wasn't made to be inside of you. You were made to be inside of it. You were made to be on top of it. For I have made you the head and not the tail. I'm preaching to somebody. The storm was to give you mobility. The storm was to float your ministry. Come on, somebody. The storm cannot sink what God has has ordained and given nobility. Men of God, preach the word and hit the pulpit like somebody poured gas on you. Don't get lost in the land. Don't get lost in politics. Pray yourself hot and preach yourself free and God's going to give you a miracle in the midst 
I said in the midst, Pastor Keefley, he's not going to give you revival in the land, but in the midst of the storm, he's going to walk to your boat and say, I'm coming home with you. Oh, let's cup our hands. Pastor Prado, he's in the storm. First Lady, he's in the storm. Don't dock the boat. The boat will not see. Preach the word. Preach the word. Oh, we need to pray right here. I feel, come on, somebody. You've been hurt. You've been misused. People have taken money from you. They have lied to you. Don't get lost in the land. Preacher, what do I do? Get back in the boat and get into the storm. Cut loose the anchor. Cut loose the mooring lines and cast into the deep. Now you're in this by yourself. Preaching about being lost in the land. They're used to praying and Jesus was on the boat and he would say, peace. Some of you are praying and you just realize he's not in, in this one. Then he comes walking in the storm. Is it an object lesson? Perhaps. Their, their idea of movement their method of transportation, their idea of safety was being eradicated. Their boat was being dismembered. Jesus was telling them, I am not confined to your stability. You must be confined to my ability. I'm the God of the sky. I'm the God of the deep. I'm the God of the dragons therein. I am the author and I am the finisher. It's not the structure. It's the man called Christ Jesus that you have lost. And so God sends us into a storm so we can know him again. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. The devil's not fighting you. The devil's not even involved in your equation, but God has ordered your steps. God has ordained your storm, but can I tell you, you're about to see what you've never seen. You're about to find what you never could have. You're about to walk over what you always fell in. You're going to have to get off the land, then you're going to have to get off the boat, and you're going to have to get into the storm. In a burst of faith, Peter, he said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come. Can I put it in our language? I'm so sick of sitting in this church. Is that okay? Can I just preach? See, some of y'all never preach to your wife and kids and snow on the ground. You walk out of your office and the devil says, you might as well go home tonight. <laughs> some of you husbands just thought, man, I'd love to preach to my wife. It's a long ride home, my brother. Praise God. I'd have to go back in that office and pray and walk out like I was preaching to thousands. Sweat and holler and spit. It don't take all that, preacher. What does it take? I'm not getting lost in the land. 
well, why don't you pontificate and, and educate and, and coach me in life? To all of my stool-sitting, Birkenstock-wearing people, I'm here to tell you today that that war had to happen for you to express your liberty in your dress and in your lifestyle. Can I tell you today, to sin, somebody had to fight. For you and I to transgress, somebody had to go into the teeth of the storm. And Jesus, he robed himself in flesh. He could have stayed in heaven, brother. But he said, I'm walking back into the storm of I'm going to my own and they will not receive me and they will not know me I've handpicked 12 they're going to deny me they're going to curse me and they're not even going to pray one hour I got to preach to somebody it's not about what others are saying my God it's not about what others are doing or not doing preacher pray 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 until the storm reveals the God that's been high I'm telling somebody you have been cloaked by words you have been shrouded by your past but through the storm is the peace speaker I'm tired of sitting on this boat I'm ready to come where you are anybody anybody Jesus says come we're so verbose and he issues one command now Peter for you to be with me, you're going to have to go to another dimension. It's a new place. It's a new spirit. It's a place we'd never been before. We must leave the confines of committees. I wish there was more people, certain people to hear this. I hope they do. What about popular opinion? What about cultured Christianity? What about pop star preaching? Woo, I'm doing good. My pappy be proud of me about right now. I'm going to buy my own CD and sign my Bible tonight. How are you doing? That's how good this is. Peter, I'm taking you to a new place because you're lost on the land that I called you to have dominion. So I'm taking you back to where I called you from and I'm recalling you. Oh, somebody better hear me tonight. See, God is willing to take you back to where he found you, but he's not willing to leave you any more than he was the first time. He. Why do we think that God now, because of our suit and tie and our car and our job, that he doesn't have the same expectations? Church, hear me today. We have been made the right hand of God. We have been made the extension of God's word. He doesn't have a backup plan. He doesn't have a plan B. You and I are it. It's time to shake ourselves and take our city by force. Gotta hurry. How many never leave their comfort zone? You go to work. You eat at Taco Bell. <laughs> Praise God. If you live in California you eat Taco Bell, see me after church. We're going to help you. I have an intervention program for you. And, and, and then you go home, lost in the land. We go to church. (laughs) 
That's good. That's really good right there. I've heard that before. Preacher, I was shouting when you was in diapers. Okay. Well, I'm not wearing diapers and you're not shouting. Let's talk. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, well. He left the, the confines that were protecting him, hear this, from having revival. Why are we so scared to have revival? I'm telling you, this is in my spirit tonight. Why? I've got pastors telling me not to run buses and not to take a kid. And what are you going to do? I'm, tell, I'm not preaching at anybody. I'm preaching to me today. God's coming back and this world's passing away. I say you dump the clutch and you put the pedal to the man. What if I fail? What if you don't? What if you have revival? Oh. What, what if, what if, what's everybody going to say? What are they going to say when you're sitting in the same spot? In 20 years you were sitting there. But come on, somebody. Let the weak say I'm strong. I need just two or three apples. I've been through hell and back, but I'm on my way to heaven. You won't shut me up. You ain't going to back me up. Pastor, you better get ready. I'm not getting lost in the land. I'm not just paying my tithes. I'm investing in the storm. I'm not giving my offering. I'm confronting the battle. I'm not just preaching. I'm not just teaching. I am confronting my miracle. Oh, if you could see how close you are to what you to what you've never had and the devil says you'll never get I'm preaching to young people I'm preaching to moms and dads you'll never make it you'll never overcome you tell me one thing that ever the devil ever did but fall the only thing the devil ever did in the Bible was fall and all we do is talk about him I have time to preach this tonight. I do, but you don't. I'm being nice. My wife made me promise. <laughs> Goliath preached 80 times, and his sword never drew blood. But we always talk about Goliath. I'll pull you to pieces. He never hurt nobody. I wish there was a David spirit that would rise up and say, I'm tired of being lost in the views of Capernaum and Bethlehem and Jerusalem. I, I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing the roar of the adversary. He goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's the storm. Let the winds rage, but don't let them get inside of your ears. Let the waves crash, but don't let them crash inside of your boat. I'm preaching to somebody. David, you better walk into your valley with oil dripping down your face and the words of Samuel in your ear who are you you uncoveted I'm preaching to somebody you have a covenant the storm does not you have a covenant that your enemy does not the devil if he could have killed you you wouldn't be here tonight if drugs could have kept you you wouldn't be here tonight. come on some don't get lost in the land you're not what happened to you. You're not what your past did to you. You're not what he did to you. You are what Jesus did. I have made you a new creature. I've given you a new mind and a new spirit. Peter didn't walk on calm water. 
I'm almost done. It was an idyllic setting that Peter took a stroll. It wasn't the beautiful marble top surface of the land. It was an ocean with waves whipped and driven by contrary wind. But Jesus called him and he had to go. But Peter, when he stepped on the water, pastor had an anointing at that moment he'd never had before in his life. How many revivals are aborted because the preacher won't get out of the boat? They got lost in the land. Well, brother, just, I'm not against being bivocational. If you know me, I think I'll always be bivocational because I'm always hustling. I'm always buying something and selling it. Hey, that's how we built the church. Built church. God built it, but this is what you got to do. That's all like going over to Elder's house. There's always construction going on. I'm just glad it's not the Winchester house. Praise God. <laughs> well, that last stairway scared me a little bit. Praise God. It's kind of like some of those, but this was a miracle he'd never had until this moment. Now he was in the dimension of faith that those in the boat would never comprehend. I'm not placing myself on a pedestal. I'm going to put these pastors on a pedestal here tonight. People are not going to get you when you say God called you to a city and you're going to have revival and then you start spending money. They'll let you preach and have church and wear a suit and go eat tri-tip after dinner and that's still what they do to the people that are lost in the land and you can quote me for that but I'm going to tell you somewhere the men of God have got to gird their loins with an apostolic revelation. Devil you can't even touch me and I'm about to, if I got to walk through the water, I'm going to walk through the water yea though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death I will fear, come on David you got, thou preparest a table you get in the drift here today God's not in the in Saul's kingdom God's not in the throne room he's in the valley he's in the storm he's in the battle preacher you want to have revival you need to get a white knuckled grip on a sword of revival it's got to get you up in the morning it's got to keep you up at night and when you crawl in your pulpit don't tell me what you know tell me what God told you tell me you're not lost in the land tell me you found him in the storm don't tell me about the country tell me about the creator Peter, you're crazy. You've lost your mind. They told me this. And they're telling me about now God's got us in San Diego. They said I was crazy then. They said I'm crazy now. I'm starting to see a pattern. Have, are you nuts? No, seriously. We need to talk about this. Imano, Imano. Like, we, we, we need to have a conversation. Have you lost your mind? And you look at people. That have a boat that has never left the dock. Because they're lost in the land. But every, twice a week they run from the land and they, they go out on the dock and they sit in the boat. And they move a little bit and say, boy, we're having revival. Every now and then at conference time we run the sail up. We don't let it loose from the dock. We just, we just want to know that we're still able to have a move of God. Oh, that's really good right there. Peter's eyes were not on the storm. They were upon the master. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, 
Amen. He had stability where there was the threat of death. But when he looked at the storm, when he was distracted from the master, maybe it was the criticism from his shipmates. You better not preach like that. You better. I even had a guy ask me one time, do you always have an altar call at your church? Preacher, you better keep on preaching. You better get out of that boat and say, you know what? If you want to sink on dry land you can sink but this ship was made to do business in deep water you can pontificate you can have your starbucks theology but give me a red-faced preacher that crawled into a storm and brought jesus back to my i'm preaching ahead of myself jesus ain't getting back into your church until you get in the storm and then he's coming back How are we going to have revival? He's in the storm, but he's waiting for you to walk him home. Jesus, come. No, you come. We don't like this part. Maybe it was the water from a rogue wave that caused him to lose. Amen. The stability of his gaze. But something began to destroy his focus. Church, hear me tonight. Don't let voices destroy your focus. Don't, I don't care who they are, who they say they are. I don't care what their title is. Don't let nobody destroy your focus. As for me and my house, I'm serving the Lord. I see him high and lifted up and his trains filling the temple. I don't see the devil. I see Jehovah, Jireh, my provider. I don't see the winds. I see the way, the truth, and the life. If you're going to walk on water, East Bay, you need to quit listening to the wind. You got to keep your eyes on Jesus, single parent. You can't make it in the Bay Area. God always grows where he plants. Isn't it funny we think we can move on the earth so God can bless us? That's really good. It's okay. I know when it's good. <laughs> I, I'm a home missions pastor. I, I don't need response to preach. My echo is my own response. My applause. You know, it's, it's no coincidence that the medium... The medium, the wind, which blew in the upper room and caused the guy to preach <laughs> was the same medium that distracts him on the boat. See, see, it matters where you're at when the Holy Ghost gets on you. Are, are, are you catching that right there? When, when we're, oh my God, have mercy. When we're out of pocket, when we're out of position, and a word from heaven comes, it can cause you to preach the inaugural message, or it can cause you to want to go down in a sinking ship. I'm trying to tell somebody run back to Bethel and get a handful of a well that will not run dry and tell the desert, I'm going to rest in the desert place. I'm going to outrun. I may not have the money, but I'm going to beat God to my... Come on, sir. Don't wait till the battle's over. you got to shout right now. I'm going to preach on a Wednesday night. Don't wait till the sun shines. Dance in the rain. Until God opens the door, shout in the hallway. I wish I had a couple apostolics that would let the devil know I'm coming out and I'm going in. 
I've never prayed like I'm going to pray. I've never fasted like I'm going to fast. But I'm ready to see him. The wind is always blowing. You, you better be careful who you let talk to you. I, I don't want to be out of bounds here tonight. But God gave us a watchman on the wall for a reason. Don't, don't, let, don't let everybody talk to you. Hey Amen. Come on, somebody. I don't let everybody talk to me, and I'm a nice guy. And so is Pastor. Sometimes I have to tell people, brother, you're you talking to the wrong dude. <laughs> I, I don't know who, who you're trying to talk to. And I know it's kind of funny, but it's amazing we do it everywhere else but in the kingdom of God. These signs shall follow them that believe. These signs. You, oh, don't judge me. I'm in the church. No, Jesus told the disciples, this is how you judge them, by their fruits. You shall know the, I'm preaching the landlocked apostolics. Amen. You're living in a vineyard that has no fruits. We're living in the land of fruits and nuts. But you got to go to 7-Eleven to buy you some. I'm preaching to somebody. God has planted you in this Bay Area to fulfill every prophetic word. I've heard prophecy since I was four years old about the Bay Area. Elder, the devil's tried to wreck it. Mom, the devil's tried to wreck it. But God God keeps good books, and I'm not getting lost in the land. Some preachers have come and gone, but I trust my preacher. Some men have walked away. They've stolen. They've lied. But let me tell you, God cannot lie, and truth will don't not have revival because of what they did to your family. Don't not have revival because somebody walked away. But tonight, engage the storm. Engage the battle. Engage the hurts. Oh, we need to pray right here for the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I speak to hurt. I speak to Bolamokotaya. My, 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 it's happening. I feel things lifting off of this church. Pastor Prado, I prayed for you today. Man of God, strength's coming back to your body. Rest is coming to your mind and spirit. You're about to come on. God's calling you out of the boat, man of God, and into the storm. But when you go in the storm, you're going to bring Jesus back to East Bay. Too many people have left him in the storm. Somebody's got to find him in the storm and bring him back to the boat. If we're going to have revival, we need a man of God that's willing to step off and get up. I need a mama to get into the storm. I need a single daddy. I need a man of God to step out of your safety net and get out of your four walls and say, I'm going into the storm. I feel the Holy Ghost telling somebody, if you want to be in my will, you got to get out of the boat and come where the storm's raging. East Bay, you hearing me? 
you're struggling with addiction tonight get out of the boat you don't need drugs to get you off of drugs come on he is the peace speaker I don't know why I'm feeling this but the spirit of anxiety that's trying to crawl up on some and now I know who you are you can't even sleep at night you don't even rest you wake up in worse shape than you laid down I'm telling you don't get lost in the land somebody needs to step over the ship right now Come on. You've had the Holy Ghost. You've had the Holy Ghost for a long time. You've been in great churches. Amen. But you got lost in the land. Anybody want to walk on water tonight? I know it's Wednesday night. They told me you can't have church on Wednesday nights. But we are. How many is going to criticize in closing the transition of East Bay Bible Fellowship? How many is going to criticize the relocation of works? How many? <laughs> oh, I feel so much of him tonight. I don't know how many is going to say words, Pastor Keefley about us but I've got a word from heaven that precedes and predates their words <laughs> he called me into a storm and the storm was not against me the storm was for me for all things work together for the good of them that love God one writer said that trust in him you know why you have to love God? Because you have fear. You know why we have to trust God? Because we're in a storm. Great peace have they that love thy law, and they're not going to get offended in the battle. Everything was written by reason of attrition. Everything was written by the, by the common core or the common season of warfare. You crazy preacher, you're going to declare that our church is going to double. I am declaring that here today. I'm declaring that this building and 3,000 square feet. Pastor, I'm telling you the Holy Ghost. And I'm not telling you because you're my best friend. I'm telling you what God told me to tell you. Men of God, you better hear me. Our buildings cannot contain what the storm holds. I'm telling you in Jesus' name, we've had 31 people get the Holy Ghost in the last three weeks. I've been to shake hands with people in the balcony. We don't even have one. Come on, somebody. We have not because I'm tired of being locked by the curse of the land. I'm ready to try the deep. We had a Chaldean lady walk into my office, a Thanksgiving service. One of our men, he's our outreach director and follow-up guy. He, he testified, he said, I had a dream that God's city people, they're going to walk in. We're not even going to invite them. I'm in my office getting done with staff meeting. A Chaldean lady walks in that owns the biggest grocery store chain in San Diego. She's Chaldean. She, they're pretty well off. Oh, he's talking about money. Jesus did too. How are you doing? <laughs> Just saying. Hashtag that one. Praise God. She walked in, this is how funny, with a poinsettia plant, cheese, and a bottle of wine. She doesn't know. 
She's like, are you a priest? I was like, no, I'm a preacher. She's like, what's that? I might come to church. She's like, I like you. I'm like, well, cool. What's not to like? I'm serious. This is how it happened. And we got to rapping back and forth. She said, I've never met anybody like you. I said, I'm apostolic. She said, our, our business, we've been praying. I've been, I've been supposed to come over here. And she said, now listen, I was, I was raised in Iraq. She said, but I've conver- I'm not Muslim. I'm like, that's, that's cool. Nobody's perfect. That's good. I'm t- she told me this. She's like, I just want- I'm a Christian. I'm like, good. Do you have the Holy Ghost? No. I said, you're going to get the Holy Ghost. Tears start forming in her eyes. She said, my husband told me not to come meet you. I said, God told you to come in here. She said, yeah. I can. And they, they own a big carnival supermarket. And on Tuesdays, they have shrimp tacos for a dollar. This is the will of God. Come on, somebody. Amen. Lord, save me. He didn't save me from eating. All of you people up on a twig and berry diet. I ain't talking to you right now. Amen. You lost in the land. Jesus said, rise, slay, and eat. You don't slay cabbage. You don't kill a salad. Come on. I'm trying to. Any meat eaters in this house here today. You, you ain't ready for that kind of preaching. I'm in the Bay Area. I got to be careful. She said, we want to give your church all the food that you can use, and we want to help you give it away to your community. And we will load our semi-truck up and drop it off at your house or at the church, at the kitchen. I don't have a house, praise God. That was faith. I have one that's in Nevada. It's in the wrong place. And, and she said, and if you need us to cook it, I'll pay my employees to cook the food. I said, well, we, we, have, we have seven churches in Tecate, and we, we have 30 rehab centers down there. And can I testify? Just last week, our Spanish pastor came and gave me a $100,000 check, and we took it down to the altar, and I put my Bible on it, and I put his hand on it, and I put my, and we prayed on it, and then I gave it back to him. I said, now go. And, and, and this, this Saturday, we're going to do a ribbon cutting on a sanctuary in Tecate, Mexico, that will seat 1,000 people. You don't want me to preach. Okay, I'm, I'm going to preach. Pastor, is this okay? I hope somebody hears this in the tape ministry. I haven't made this little of money since I first got married. And I'm pastoring a church. And I'm in transition. I don't care who hears this. This is the truth. I want somebody to hear this. I'm not getting lost in the land. Well, well I deserve and I and I feel that way. Because I'm just like you. Come on, somebody. Y'all act like the preacher ain't human. My breath stinks just like yours does. Hello? (laughs) Some of y'all just, you can get down the way home. Write it down. Hallelujah. But I refuse to let the devil bracket me by what I think I don't have. Wait, you didn't catch that. I refuse to let the devil position me by what I think I don't have. I'm going to preach that again. I refuse to let the devil position me and posture me and capitulate me by what I think I don't have and I don't need. We, we have over 30 Marshallese people coming. We've won seven families. Our church is full. All the numbers are up. We're buying buses. In the, I'm preaching to somebody. You need to tell the storm, I came for you. 
I'm not having revival because of money or for money. I'm having revival because he called me to have revival. Come on, you are an overcomer by the blood, by your mess, by your mistake. Rise up, put your foot on the devil's neck and say, I refuse to die in the land. Live in, we got one, one sink, one bathroom, and one shower. And the shower's so small, you squirt shampoo on the walls and you spin. Wow, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's like a car wash. Are you with me yet? Homie, don't let the soup fool you. Don't, don't you get, dare get to thinking that some of these pre they just eating chicken and driving Cadillac. I never even had a Cadillac, but that's a cliche. Sometimes we have to understand God's taking me into things because he's trying to come home with me. I'm preaching to somebody. He's coming back to your kids. He's coming back to your marriage. He's coming back to your crazy family. He's coming back to your storm. <laughs> Musicians, help me. I got to quit. You can watch the wind. You can listen to the doubters. Or you can get out of the boat. Haters going to hate. You know, I feel like telling the devil, prove it. I'm going to kill you. Prove it. You can't have revival. Prove it. I know that's not very deep, but that's how I feel. Somebody comes up and tells me I'm going to knock you out. I'm like, well, dude, have at it. You better get started, homie, because like, I'm, I'm still here. How come people always talking and, and, and their talk causes us to lose our action? Mm-hmm. And they've never done anything to you. You know that guy talking about you? Has he ever touched you? No. Or we can look at Jesus who called us in the first place. Looking unto Jesus, the author. And the finisher. See, we like the author, but we forget he's the finisher. He's the closer. He's he's the guy that comes in and inks the deal. He called me out here. You didn't get here on your own. Your steps are ordered as we all stand. I'm not going to let the waves destroy me. I'm not going to let the wind distract me. I know they're there. I know I'm going to have opposition when I get out of the boat, but I'm getting out of the boat because of the one who called me out of the boat. My eyes are on Jesus tonight. I'm not going to read to you about Hezekiah. We don't have time. Isn't it amazing that when Hezekiah was told he would die, he accepted it with Pastor. But when they told him God heard his prayer, he said, Give me a sign. He was lost in the land. What why is it we believe the negative report? We don't even question it. And then the preacher says, God's gonna heal you. Well, <laughs> you don't know who my parents are. True. Well, you, you don't know what my past is. Isn't it amazing how lost in the land we are? Mm-hmm. East Bay, hear me. 
We have to be careful of what we believe without worship. I'm coming to you with my heart. I'm, I'm not sermonizing tonight. I'm preaching from my heart. We take a bad report and we receive it. Somebody says, oh, this happened. We're like, well, we'll see. You know her. <laughs> you know him. You know, it's amazing that you can always see what people are looking for. What are you looking for tonight? I'm in the presence of the prolific tweeter, the e-prophet. But I wrote something the other day that was in my journal first, and I put, too many people are taking the cynic route. Can I, can I make a declaration? You're not going to hear negativity come across this pulpit. You're not, you're not going to hear landlock come across this pulpit. You know what you're going to hear come across this pulpit? Behold the lion. Behold the lamb of the tribe of Judah. Peace and joy and long-suffering. Righteousness and correction and contentment. You know what you're going to hear come across this pulpit? That he is able to do the exceedingly, the abundantly, above all you can ask or say, according to his riches and glory. Preacher, you have your head stuck in the sand? No, I have it stuck in the storm. Just look around. The winds are howling. What did Hannibal tell his army? Forward march, I see no Alps. They took elephants over the Alps and cannons. What do you see tonight, church? When opening these altars to this incredible church. Romans 5, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Nay, in all these things, we are more and conquerors. I know Satan's fighting this church, but you are more. I know the enemy in the world is strong. John 4, you are God, little children, he that overcame them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Can I tell you, you will never find on the land what is in the storm. Some of you are trying to get your miracle in a peacetime passivity. And God's calling you back to powerful, prevailing, effectual, fervent fighting. Men of God, would you come stand on this altar? Church, come stand around them. Trouble on every side. Yet not distressed. <laughs> Perplexed, Pastor. But not in despair. I ain't getting lost in the land. Persecuted. But not forsaken. Cast down. Am I talking to anybody? But not destroyed. Paul said, I'm not denying the adversity. I'm just saying that I've overcome the adversity through Jesus Christ. Anybody feel tonight that you're in the storm alone? Can I see your hand? Can you be honest? I got my hand up. You can ask Pastor. I've, the last two weeks, God's done miracles for me. But the 30 days prior to those two weeks have been the darkest time of my life. 
Tonight, Jesus is calling East Bay out of your comfort zone that is sinking you. Hear a word from heaven tonight. He's calling this church into a dimension of the miraculous where you're going to walk on what used to sink you. Hear me. Men of God, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there, there's an alliance in this house bind together. You are the head and not the tail. The preacher, you'll never have Jesus on the boat in your church until you're willing to go to him in the storm. But when you bring him back, the storm will cease. You know why your church is going through hell? Because we're not in the storm. The last part of my text. But after the storm, they knew him. They never knew him. The world did. You'll never find a land what you're going to find in the storm. They ran back down the dock and started dragging people to the feet of Jesus and miracles started happening. They drug people to Jesus. I wish everybody would come and pray. I wish everybody that's been hurt, everybody that's been wounded, as First Lady begins to say, you would come to this altar and say, I refuse to be lost in the land. We're not taking up time tonight. You're not just coming to a church because you've got to go to church. You're not preaching just because that's how you make a living. God forbid. Don't be lost in the land, preacher. Well, I'm telling you, I feel things breaking way deep in the... Every wound from the past laid aside. Sing, brother. You feel that? Come on, there's something just coming. When we can't carry on. Come on, family. Raising his power. My sister Prado, get with your sister. Enemies trying to wreck this family. But I'm telling you in Jesus' name, don't get lost in the land. I know you were raised in the Bay Area. You know every dysfunction. But can I tell you, go back in the storm and bring him home. His strength is perfect. Come on, man of God. Your prayers got cold. You're preaching out of ashes. You're standing over ashes because you're getting lost in the land.
problems. I'm not getting lost in my dysfunction. His strength is perfect. You're going to see the revival. I don't care what the devil's trying to do. Don't get lost in the land. That's it. Pray for somebody. Holy Ghost is moving all over this house. Come on, you're going to sleep tonight. You're going to sleep tonight. You're going to find rest.
You know what was preached here tonight from for myself was a culmination of things that God has been saying. One of my earliest memories when we started East Bay was um, my wife and I had just been fighting and plowing and working and teaching Bible studies and and uh, we were blessed to have our in-laws come, uh, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. But I'll never forget when my mother-in-law told me over the phone and she said, I just want to be where the battle is. I just want to be where the battle is. And it's really easy to get comfortable in church. But thank God for thank God for that moment when the Holy Ghost moves on you and you do a self-audit. And you realize, you know what? We ain't been in the battle for a while. And I'm going to make whatever moves I have to make to be in the battle. To be in the battle. Can I tell you that today, they're here. I, I won't go into detail because they may not want it shared. But today I had somebody text me and tell me, hey, I have all this stuff going on, but I feel a peace about it. And you know what my advice was to them? Keep going. Keep running towards the roar. Just keep going. You'll have less friends, but keep going. Just keep going. Because sometimes the road less traveled is one is a single lane, one way. And I don't think she minds me telling saying this, but just I think last week, Sister Jessica, I don't know where she's at, she gave me a call. She said, You know, Pastor, I had a dream. And and a bunch of us in the Saints, we were at a coffee shop, we were all talking, and we were talking about a trial that we had been through. She said, and all of a sudden the dream changed. And we were all inside of a, like a pool. And there was a, gi- a gigantic demonic spirit. And she said, and the saints were just we, just, we just held on. We kept preaching. We kept quoting the word at it. And the thing went away. She said, and then all of a sudden the dream came back to the coffee shop. And we were all rejoicing about what God had done. But let me tell you what I asked Sister Jessica. I said, Sister Jessica, was everybody that was in the first part of the dream and the second part of the dream? She said, everybody. And you know why I wanted to know that? Because I wanted to confirm to myself that the devil ain't all he says he is. And he can't even take out the weakest among us. Because if he could have done it, he would have done it. So whatever you're going through, I want you to know the Lord has spoken to us and told us as a church, you're going to make it out on the other side. We're not saying that we're not saying it's not a giant. We're not saying it's not big. We're not even saying we're not But what we're saying is we're coming out on the other side of it. Victorious. And there'll be a day you're sipping some Pete's coffee, hallelujah, and you'll be laughing about all the things God has done in the devil's face. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Somebody give God a hand praise. Amen. Come on, somebody give God a hand praise. Do you want to be where the battle is? Do you want to keep going forward? Hallelujah. Do you know you're going to make it out on the other side? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Pastor Buxton, thank you so much. 
for that prophetic word for the Bay Area. Amen. For the Bay Area. Amen. And only because they're my good, good, precious friends. But I know that so much of what you said pertains to Pastor Keeflin, Pastor Silva, and their families. Amen. So much of what you said has been conversations that we've been having about what's going on in their ministerial situations. And so we thank you for that awesome word from the Lord. Amen. Please don't leave without letting Pastor Buxton know how much you appreciate that word. God bless you. We love you. We do have some snacks, but if you have to get going, we understand. But you're welcome to stay and take part of that. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Buxton. Everyone say, we love you. We love you. Amen. Let's give the Lord one more good hand clap of praise. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.
Check one, two. I think we lost this mic. Something's wrong with it. Check one, two.